0: Pedigree Analysis by Dr. Bruce Korff in collaboration with the University of Alabama at Birmingham.
1: My name is Bruce Korf. I'm a medical geneticist at University of Alabama at Birmingham. In this talk, I'll show you some examples of how we analyze pedigrees to infer mode of inheritance. This is an example of classic autosomal dominant transmission. We see examples of male-to-male transmission male-to-female transmission, female-to-female, and female-to-male. The transmission occurs in a regular pattern from generation to generation. And if you were to count, you would see that about 50% of individuals at risk, in fact, show the phenotype. Here is an example of autosomal dominant with incomplete penetrance. And this can be inferred from the fact that this individual must have inherited this gene from her mother because she passed it to her daughter, and yet she is phenotypically unaffected. Here's another autosomal dominant pedigree, but here you notice that none of the individuals in the youngest generation show a phenotype at this point, in spite of the fact that many of them would have been at risk of inheriting it from their parents. This would be an example then of age-dependent penetrance, where individuals in the youngest generation are not yet old enough to manifest the phenotype. In this pedigree, we notice that all of the affected individuals are males. We can exclude X linkage because we see examples of male-to-male transmission here, and here for example. The transmission does appear to be dominant, and in this case, it would be autosomal dominant with sex limitation, so the phenotype is only seen in males. Here's the opposite, that is autosomal dominant with sex limitation in females. So you see that there is transmission from generation to generation, but that only females manifest the trait. So a male would appear to be non-penetrant because of not being the sex that would be affected by this particular phenotype. In this pedigree we notice that this individual has two different partners, and by each of them there have been a number of individuals affected that appears to transmit in a dominant fashion with male-to-male transmission, showing that it's not X-linked, and you see that it's present in offspring of both partners. This would be an example of germline mosaicism, where this individual must have carried more than one sperm with this particular mutation, and therefore transmits it to multiple offspring. In principle, this could also be somatic mosaicism, where he has little or no evident phenotype. In this pedigree, you notice that two unaffected parents have had two affected children, one male and one female. It would be a typical scenario for autosomal recessive transmission. Here we show the same pedigree, but in this case, we've identified the two parents as carriers, again, having a one in four chance of having an affected offspring. and In this case, two of their four children are seen to be affected. Here's an example where affected offspring are again seen just in a sib ship and we notice that the parents are consanguinous, that is to say that they are related to each other uh, with a set of common grandparents. In this pedigree we see that there are multiple offspring affected in this generation. So you might presume since both parents are unaffected uh, that perhaps it's recessive, but then you'll notice that in this particular family, there is transmission from one generation to the next that looks more like dominant. This might be seen in pseudo dominance, where a particular mutation is relatively common in the population. So in fact, it may be the case that this individual may be homozygous for the trait, and this individual, though it's not shown here, actually is heterozygous, and as a result, there is a one in two chance that any of their offspring could be affected so it mimics dominant inheritance but in fact really is recessive this would be the case for traits such as hemochromatosis which have a relatively high carrier frequency in individuals of celtic ancestry you notice here is another pedigree where only males are affected but as you look you will not see any examples of male to male transmission So all affected males are connected to the affected individuals in the family by females. This would be a classic example of X-linked recessive inheritance. Here we notice that both males and females are affected and that this affected male transmitted the trait to all of his daughters but none of his sons. And a daughter transmits the trait to on average half of her offspring who could be male or female. This would be an example of X-linked dominant inheritance, where a male transmits an X chromosome that carries a mutation to all of his daughters, but none of his sons, and a female transmits it to half her offspring, regardless of sex. Here's an example where you notice that all of the affected individuals are males, and that they're all deceased. They are all connected through this pedigree through females, indicating x-linked recessive inheritance with male lethality. In contrast here, you see that there are affected females and affected females have multiple miscarriages indicated to be affected with the phenotype. Presumably these were males and this would represent x-linked dominant transmission with male lethality. So an affected female transmits the trait to half of her offspring If they're male, they die in utero, therefore miscarry. If female, they manifest the trait. Here you see that an affected female transmits the trait to all of her offspring, whereas an affected male transmits to none of his offspring. This would be typical of mitochondrial inheritance, the pattern being that of maternal transmission, attributed to a mutation that resides within the mitochondrial DNA virtually all of which is inherited from the mother. This pedigree appears to show dominant inheritance in the sense that you see vertical transmission in the family. In fact, you don't see any evidence of male-to-male transmission, but in fact you don't see any evidence of male transmission at all. This would be characteristic of a dominantly inherited trait that is subject to genomic imprinting So the gene is expressed only in the maternally-inherited copy. So when a mother transmits this trait, her offspring who inherit it will be affected. But on the other hand, if a male transmits the trait, his offspring will be unaffected. But you see here, he must have transmitted to this daughter, who then transmitted it to her son, and he's affected. Here we see exactly the opposite. When a female transmits the trait, none of the offspring are affected. When a male transmits the trait, offspring can be affected, and there is male-to-male transmission. So this would be autosomal dominant transmission, again with genomic imprinting, but in this case, it's the paternally derived gene that is expressed. Well, here's an example of a pedigree that shows two cases where there appears to be parent-to-child transmission of a trait but neither parent was affected. Now you could argue perhaps that there was germline mosaicism here, and that ultimately two affected children were born, and subsequently they transmitted the trait to their offspring, and there's nothing about this pedigree that would exclude that. We do see, of course, male-to-male transmission, so it's not X-linked. This could also be explained, however, by diagenic inheritance, and here we show that there are two loci, one is identified in blue and the other is identified in red, and in this case, both of the parents are heterozygous, one for the blue and one for the red. And for a child to be affected, it's possible for them to inherit both the blue and the red and they will be affected, and it's possible for them to transmit both to an offspring who in turn also would be affected.